Here's an experiment for you. Take passionate experts in human resource technology. Invite cross-industry experts from inside and outside HR. Mix in what's happening in people analytics today. Give them the technology to connect. Hit record. Pour their discussions into a beaker. Mix thoroughly. And voila, you get the HR Data Labs podcast, where we explore the impact of data and analytics to your business. We may get passionate and even irreverent, but count on each episode challenging and enhancing your understanding of the way people data can be used to solve real-world problems. Now, here's your host, David Turetsky. Hello, and welcome to the HR Data Labs podcast. I am your host, David Turetsky, alongside my friend and trusty co-host, Dwight Brown from Salary.com. Dwight, how are thy self? David, I am doing well. I'm not in cold weather, and I couldn't be happier about it. Well, it's cold by by oh. our standards here, but, you know. Yes, well, it's very cold here, and there's snow on the ground. Oh, and by yeah. the time this actually comes out, it's been a little more than a month, uh, I'm sure there'll be more snow on the ground. <laughs> Lucky you. Yeah, great. Well, you know, people say they love to have seasons. I don't, but there you go. <laughs> so a couple things uh, that I think everybody knows that we do these end of season podcasts, and this is the end of season six. And I'm kind of sorry to see this one go because we covered an enormous amount of ground this season. We're going to talk about that coming up, and we'll talk a little bit about some of the ways in which we hope season seven goes. I know it's, it's early on, but we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. But Dwight, before we get there, what's one fun thing that has happened to you over the next over the last six months that no one knows about Dwight Brown? <laughs> <laughs> Let's see here. Okay, so I can't remember if I have ever talked about being a paraglider on this. Uh, oh yes, you have a million times. <laughs> a million times. Okay, yeah. <laughs> That's good, Dwight. I just mm. love it that much. So yeah. one thing that happened to, to me, my heart go crazy because you know. Yeah, right. this drives David nuts. Nuts. He he wants me to take up knitting, but uh, no, knitting's got needles, dude. Yeah, you can follow those. <laughs> <laughs> Could you pick something that's a little less dangerous? Not sewing. Someone's got needles too. <laughs> well, you know, living where I live, just uh, driving to a restaurant or driving anywhere is an adrenaline sport in and of itself. But so over the last six months, um, with my paragliding, I was able to achieve my next rating in terms of my pilot's license, and uh, so I, I have been utilizing that and flying and having fun and the occasional scrape and everything else that goes with it. Awesome. That's great. That's great to know. So what are you like orange or red now in terms of your, your belt? <laughs> it's like your paragliding belt. It, it, it's like the department of Homeland security. Exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean. it, exactly. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting into, well, I'm progressing out of red and moving toward orange, you know, it's supposedly right. more experience and higher rating. Your safety is a little bit better. Uh, okay. uh, that could be debatable, but DEFCON one, then DEFCON one. Exactly. Yeah, Exactly. Uh, great. Well, and how about you? The mazel tough, by the way, on that, that <laughs> phenomenal thing. I'm sure. I'm sure everybody is sitting at home going, "Well, I wonder what experience it's like screaming all the time." That's what it's like. I'm sure. <laughs> it's exactly it, yes. Yes. and loving every minute of it. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. For me, uh, 
Yeah, everybody knows me. I'm an open book. I kind of open everything up, especially on LinkedIn. So um, I, I could say that the third uh, season of HR Data Doodles will be out by this point when this gets released. So episode one, or sorry, season one was really kind of a recap of the the episodes that we had put out as Turetsky Consulting and episode two, or sorry, season two. God, I can't, I gotta stop that. Oh. Season two is, um, was the back to work. Season three is actually called season 3D and it's HR Data Doodle season 3D into the HR metaverse, which is going to be really cool. It's got a really good AI and three dimensional gaming flavor to it. So it'll be nice. fun. Nice. Yes. No holograms though. Oh, is that in is that in the next one? <laughs> no, no. But I was thinking about doing a hologram for the cover, but that would be very expensive to produce and probably more expensive than the entire book. So. I can only imagine. No. <laughs> yes, yes. But no. So what we do on every season-ending episode is we go and we take a look back at the episodes that we recorded within the season. We talk a little bit about that. And then we'll have a, the next part will be to talk a little bit about what we're hoping for, for season seven, can't believe season seven. And then, then we'll round up the episode by talking about our predictions that we had for season six or that we had done in season five. And then we'll do our season six end of season predictions, which will be fun. Yes, always is. So Dwight, let's talk a little bit about season six. It was a very big season because not only did we have a bunch of episodes, in fact, we had our, more than our normal 25 because if you if you actually look at the number of episodes that we did, I think we did 34 episodes because we had a bunch of bonus episodes that were in there too. Mm -hmm. And so we instead of doing what we had done in the past, which was stretch our HR technology episodes over a season, we actually embedded them into every Tuesday. Um, so we release on Thursday and we release on Tuesday. So this year we chose to put them in and sprinkle them in as kind of bonus episodes. So they don't get counted into our episodes, but they're bonus. And so they do increase the number of, um, of episodes that you can listen to. Mm -hmm. And so we had some fascinating ones, but this time we actually had um, 34 episodes in season six. Doesn't seem like it, does it? No, it really doesn't. Is in fact, when uh, I was looking back, I I was scrolling down, and it just kept going and going and going. I'm and like, going, yeah. did we really yeah. have this many episodes? Yeah, and we did, and a lot of content, a lot of good diverse oh, yeah. content. It, it was surprising, actually, how diverse the content was. But I mean, if you mm -hmm. look at the and now with this episode, it will be 159 episodes. Yep, that we have produced and released. We've covered an incredible amount of range in the world of human resources, human resource technology, data, and process. Yeah. It, it's nice. You know, it's interesting. Now that we've got 159 episodes of Runway behind us, we now are able to actually look back toward the beginning and see how things have changed, how oh, much yeah. they've changed just in that, what is it, about three years that we've been doing this all together? Yeah, yeah. a little more so. than three years. Yeah. yeah. Well, what's fascinating is, you know, to go back to the original roots of the podcast, it was supposed to be about HR data analytics, right? Yep. And, you know, eventually we 
kind of veered off of that strict path and went more towards everything HR process, HR technology, compliance, other things, because that's the way that audience and the guests were pushing us. Right. It's okay. Yeah. We don't mind. We love it. Exactly. One area that I definitely think we have not stepped into as much or should are things like in the OD world. But we'll we'll talk about that when we get to season seven upcoming things. Yeah. Let's dive into season six a little bit and talk about, as you were saying, the variety of things we talked about. And what's fascinating is we started off season six by really staying with a, a topic that we had covered a lot of, which was diversity, equity, and inclusion, and belonging. We covered off on pay transparency a lot. And then we started to veer into the world of artificial intelligence mm-hmm. because that was obviously one of the hotter topics that had started to really kind of peak its its head up in the September timeframe. And I mean, yeah, we, we've been talking about AI a lot over the last couple of seasons, but it really started in this, in this series. Yeah. It really came up as being... The hottest topic. Right. The whole chat GPT thing really put it into fast forward from what it had been. I mean, it was moving fast before as it was, but that whole thing kind of upset the apple cart. It it really did. And so we started to see after several conversations about DE&I, we started switching over and probably halfway through the season started focusing much more on the the power of AI and how it was impacting the world of HR technology. Mm-hmm. And, and especially if you, if you look at the HR technology episodes, the bonus episodes, I don't think we had one conversation in Las Vegas that didn't have AI as at least a, a small component of the conversation. Although, because everything at the HR technology conference had the letters AI in it. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, my last name. Even, at, even outside the conferences, everything has yeah, AI. Everything. Yeah, it, Literally, yeah. So pervasive. My first name has AI point. in it, but the second name doesn't <laughs> right. quite. So, mm, there you go. But but what I think this is going to be a trend that we're going to start to to see happen more often now. And, you know, I... I I don't think you can ignore it because it is going to impact our jobs, our lives at some point soon. Yeah. And while I don't think the robots are taking over yet, which we've talked about, and which we'll probably talk about during our predictions, mm-hmm. we can definitely see how they can help. Right. Right. Yeah. I think we're, I think we're stepping into something that's a lot like the industrial revolution. I think we are currently witnessing a momentous event like that. Oh Yeah. And just like then, it's scary for people and there's, you know, we don't know where it's going to go, but you can see why it's such a hot topic for, for everything. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's going to be impacted by it. And yeah, I think it's going to stay on the, on the forefront of people's minds for quite a while. Absolutely. And we saw there were a couple of episodes that were actually focused on that. The one that we had with Al Adamson at HR Tech, the mm-hmm. one we had with Mark Miller, which focused on... AI impacting HR. A lot of those were not our first conversations about it, but they deeply kind of touched on, as you said, the how are they going to impact us in right, the job right. we do. Yeah, exactly. And then, you know, one of the other themes that was touched on very lightly, but was really impactful was the episode that we had with Brian and Walt, which was on paychecks and payroll. 
And one of the things that we've kind of ignored, and there are some topics we've currently, we just totally ignored throughout the entire <laughs> HR data labs. And that one was payroll. And one of the reasons is because those two actually run a really phenomenal podcast called It's All About Payroll. And uh, I was on their podcast two months ago, three months ago. Uh-huh. And they're just two brilliant guys. And what they're trying to do is demystify the world of payroll, not just for payroll practitioners who are in it every day, who are mystifying examples of of the brilliant human beings that make sure we're paid correctly, mm-hmm. but but really trying to demystify it for others as well, especially in HR, so that you know we all understand how that happens, how it all affects the company, how it affects people. And so, you know, I really enjoyed that conversation we had with them. You know, it's interesting because much like AI, you're starting to hear a lot more about payroll, especially in terms of getting paid as you go. Yeah. And it's interesting to see, it was interesting to hear from them. And it's also interesting to see this this trend in the market where that we see playing out and and um, it it's another it's just another milestone in terms of, of where we are and where we're headed. And sure. you wonder, you know, how, how much is that going to become the norm for people? And what's the, you know, what, what's the primary driver of that? I think that's still playing out. Uh, yeah. And it will play out. I mean, the technology is getting to that place where we can be more sophisticated about someone who earned a dollar. And then when do you release that dollar to them? Right. Because the more that the company holds that, they're earning the interest on that float because it's owed to the employee. And then when the employee gets paid, obviously that clears, right? And right. The, now the employee can do whatever they want with that money. So the technology is getting to a place where we're able much more real time to calculate and then pay that gross to net so yeah. that person can utilize the money they earned. Right. Exactly. I do think the laws need to keep catch up with that a little bit. The laws are relatively <laughs> antiquated about it. Right. But California is on top of that. You know, California basically says that, and I'm paraphrasing here, but that, you know, when you earn it and if you walk away, you can get paid that at the right. end of that right. week, I think it is. It'll be interesting to see kind of, you know, this is kind of a tangent, but it'll be interesting to see what happens with the payday loan in- industry yes. and whether that impacts that industry. And Absolutely. I, you know, you got to believe that a lot of this is driven by more of the regulation of the payday loan uh, market yep. there. Yep. And, well, it's really sad that there are people, there are lots of people who are living paycheck to paycheck and it causes them tremendous amounts of stress to wait for that to happen. And, you know, if, if the laws get to that stage and people can take advantage of it, you know, I'm all for that so that yeah. that stress can get relieved. Yeah, my my hope is that it does have a good impact on on people and yeah. uh, puts more money in their pocket and less in the pocket of the payday loan people. Absolutely, absolutely. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking subscribe. This podcast is made possible by Salary.com. Now, back to the show. So let's talk a little bit about some of the areas we're hoping to cover in 2024 for season seven, because one of the things that I'd love to do is I'd love to talk more about some of the areas that we don't touch on a lot. One of those areas I had mentioned was payroll, and maybe we'll get some some more guests to come on in the payroll world. But also, I'd love to talk more about learning and education and learning and training, because we really haven't touched on that a lot, too. And they're really huge consumers 
of of data of HR data of HR process, and they are a key component of HR. Yeah, definitely. And everybody loves going to training programs, don't they? Huh. We all. I live for training. Well, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I actually enjoy. I actually enjoy the time I spend in training, as long as it's kept fun and light, and right. that uh, the the training does add value to to us. So uh, I'm also looking forward to talking about that, given that it can close a lot of. Uh, issues that we've seen that we've actually talked about in terms of reskilling and training for other roles. So, yeah. you know, let's hope we're able to get some trajectory for some guests to be able to help us fill that need as well. Yeah, definitely another tangential topic to the whole AI equation is we're going to need to retool and, you know, having the modalities to do that effectively for employees is going to be necessary. Good word, modalities. <laughs> I had to I had to take a little pause there and open up my dictionary and <laughs> dictionary.com <laughs> exactly <laughs> well you know uh, every once in a while I have to do the same too because uh, my mother always told me to use SAT words and then I'd use them and have to look them up afterwards and go oh yeah that's what that meant oh, that's what that was or, or the difference between then and then and try and make sure it's oh, used in the sense. yeah Thank goodness for AI to fix that during our grammar checks when we go and send emails. <laughs> but what are the other areas that you'd like to start talking about for season seven? Is, is there anything that's in particular that's been bugging you that you'd love to uh, have on the uh, show? You know, I, I think it all is, is around that theme of, of AI and um, the, you know, the other, the other piece that, I would like to touch on that um, I don't think that we've done much of is really the job search arena mm. and how people are effectively doing job searching. And and here's here's why I say that I've got a I've got a friend uh, right now that's looking to make a, a change in her career, and we were talking the other night about how she's how she's doing that, and she's been looking through LinkedIn and looking at the postings, but also thinking about her network and kind of realizing that she stands a better chance with her network. And it's, I mean, this is an age old topic. It's, there's nothing new about this, but it's a piece that we haven't covered is really how, how do people most effectively make the job changes that they want to yeah. make or get that first job, you know? Uh, so I would I would definitely like to touch on that a little more heavily than we hmm. have in the past. That's a good one. And I mean, we've had conversations with Adriana Deneno where we've talked about recruiting. We've talked a little bit about the job search. For those of you who may remember, we we talked about the fact that she actually put out a book that that kind of chronicled her early struggles with being able to get a job, and. Um, you know, what kind of frustrations that caused in her personal life as well as in her professional life. Right. And so, you know, that's, it's definitely a, a really interesting part of the world of HR that I think we forget a lot, which is the, um, the friction that gets caused when either someone leaves a role or when someone's trying to find one mm -hmm. and, you know, what that does to a person and how that affects them. And the, um, the those transitions in life have been so tough. Yeah, I mean, it can feel almost traumatic as you're mm -hmm. as you're going through it, right? Well, well, the way she puts it is, it's more like PTSD, where right. you, know, you exactly. go through and you try and have you, you either post for jobs and then you hear back five seconds later that you're not qualified, 
<laughs> yeah, okay. Uh-huh. Um, or that you're an awesome candidate, but we're going to choose other, we're going other directions. Oh, took you all five seconds to figure that out, huh? Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then the other ones that don't, do you, you either interview with and you don't hear back from, or you talk to a scheduler and then never hear again. Right. So, you know, the, the ghosting problem in the world of recruiting is, is not fun. It's terrible. It yeah. is so terrible at this it's point. It's almost worse than the dating world. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure I agree with that, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, mm, we'll have to debate that at some other time. Yeah, we'll do the dating world as an episode. Let's, uh, we'll talk idea. Bumble and Hinge and see where we end up. That's not a bad idea. That's not a bad <laughs> idea. I think that would be a fascinating topic of conversation. <laughs> and then what we can do is invite Hinge, Bumble, P- Plenty of Fish, um, Tinder, as well as some of the other quote unquote dating apps onto the program to talk about you know, what makes them different and why should someone join their uh, technology? Yeah, exactly. And how, what's the parallel to HR on that? <laughs> that's a good, that's a really good, well, I mean, there's tons of parallels right. in the world of HR. Oh, totally. I mean, there is employment at will. So, you know, you can break up with your company at any time. <laughs> and then instead of going on LinkedIn, you can or go, instead of going on Tinder, you can go on LinkedIn and just find another job immediately. Oh, my God. You and I probably need to sit down and write our funny list of parallels because I think we could come up with mm. some really hilarious content for an episode on that one. I, I think that would be great. I think one episode will do funny parallels with HR. <laughs> I'll have to remember that one. I'll yeah. have to pull this out of the transcript to remember that. Right. Some of the other really cool things that we're going to do during season seven, um, we will have gone to ADP's Meeting of the Minds. We'll have gone Mm -hmm. to ADP Pro Conference, which is for their major account clients. We'll also have gone to, I think, within the context of season seven, we'll also have gone to, yeah, we will. We'll have gone to Sherm and World at Work as well. So there's lots of conferences there, dude. Yeah. A lot of lot of potential learning that we have, and yeah. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. See, yeah. that's the kind of training that I love is the conference training. Well, we definitely have to get you on the road this year because uh, for yeah. those of you who don't remember, Dwight doesn't go to conferences or hadn't gone to many conferences. Yeah, I, we got I, him to a couple, but yeah, don't don't send me to Vegas though. Actually, very few this year are actually in Vegas. I oh, think HR God. Tech obviously is at the end at the you know third calendar quarter, but. Uh, before then, we have lots that have nothing to do with Vegas. Oh. Chicago, San, San Diego, Cincinnati for World at Work. I'll pick any of those over over Vegas. I, you know, really? I'm, Did they yeah, kick you I'm, out of Vegas again? They, <laughs> again? They, uh, you're not supposed to know about that. Oh, well, I'm, I'm, <laughs> that's, sorry. That's, I'm sorry. That's another one fun thing. You yeah, don't know exactly. That's my next one fun thing. Yeah, I got to... <laughs> Kicked out of Vegas. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it takes a lot to get kicked out of Vegas. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, if you've seen the Hangover series, you know that that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, Vegas is all right, but yeah. uh, it's I'm I'm one of those that's not as in love with it as a lot of people are. I uh, see. I, I've gone back and forth, but I actually love Las Vegas now, and I've embraced it. I that's really good. That's yeah. good. Hey, listen, it's the one place in the world that I can run down Main Street. And, you know, pretty much on, an, on a daily basis, know that it's going to be warm enough to run, that it's not going to rain. <laughs> what, so, so where I thought you were going with that was it's the one place in the world where you can run down Main Street naked. 
Yeah, no, no. Remember, this is a this <laughs> first, is not an um, e program. So. I know. No, I was like, oh god, where's he going no. with this? Where's he no going with this? No one wants to see that, Dwight. Literally, <laughs> no one wants to see me in that way. Face so. for radio. Yes, face and everything for radio. Yeah, so just well, that, they'd know. say the same about me. So, okay. hey, are you listening to this and thinking to yourself, man, I wish I could talk to David about this? Well, you're in luck. We have a special offer for listeners of the HR Data Labs podcast, a free half hour call with me about any of the topics we cover on the podcast or whatever is on your mind. Go to salary.com forward slash HRDL consulting to schedule your free 30 minute call today. So let's move on to the next chapter of this episode, which is talking about our predictions for the last six months, because we had predicted certain things to have happened within the context of the the season six timeframe. Let's do it. This is fun. This is. So, Dwight, let's start with your prediction. So your prediction, I'm going to go back in the Wayback Machine. Um, <laughs> it started at 2602, for those of you who are playing along at home. Season five, episode 25, 2602 was the time frame. And Dwight said, as of 2750, my prediction, so anyway, my prediction is that we're going to see a whole lot of movement. We're going to see some movement over the next six months in terms of integration of AI, more advanced AI into the technology that we use on an ongoing basis. What do you think, Dwight? My fascination with AI that keeps coming through. It is. Yeah. It is. But I think that was a good one. I think we're going to give that one a big thumbs up. Seems like we definitely saw a lot of movement with it. And it's like we were oh, talking yeah, about definitely. everything's in hyperspeed at this point after the whole GPT oh, yeah. chat GPT thing. Oh yeah. So I, I think your prediction was spot on. So we're gonna give you a hundred percent on that one. I get the gold medal. You do. Now, let's see. Was mine equally as good? So we go to marker thirty one forty one of that same episode, and it's and here's what I said. I'm going to stay on track with pay transparency that there's going to be more states that sign up for transparency knowing full well this is an election season. We're going to start to hear of a lot of political candidates coming out on side, both sides of the DEI spectrum and that I think pay transparency is going to be one of those things that gets more airtime because it deserves it. And because right now we're disenfranchising too many damn people without having the ability to know what we what pay should be. So all those states that are tangentially affected right now, because they don't have laws about it, but they're affected because their neighbors do, their neighboring states do, I think they're going to start to get it and implement some pay transparency laws. So I don't need to go on. We can tell that part of this is absolutely not true. It did not happen that more states got on the bandwagon. So I think I get a, I think I get a low grade for that prediction. But I did read in there that candidates are coming on out on both sides of the DEI spectrum. Mm -hmm. So I can get partial credit on that because we just saw two really huge announcements a few weeks ago. I think it was that uh, Bill Ackman, who is, who is an activist investor who really gave the former Wharton president a lot of crap for their stance on um, uh, anti-Semitism. Mm -hmm. He came out and was basically also saying that DEI programs were actually a form of racism. And then we saw Elon Musk come out afterwards and say, yeah, what he said. 
So, um, <laughs> so by the way, I, I think that both of those people are full of crap, but okay. Well, yeah, but now we know that Elon Musk also is an illegal drug user, according to the Wall Street Journal. So that could, so yeah, could by the way, that's Dwight Brown's opinion. <laughs> no, that's not my opinion. That's not my opinion. I'm just going by the headlines in the Wall Street Journal. That's all. Oh, okay, okay. Well, as long as it was quoted somewhere and then we're just quoting something. Yes, no, this is, this is totally we're quoting news here. Elon, don't hold it against uh, me. Okay. No, well, okay. <laughs> so anyways, I think that what we've seen on that is that there are some people who have come out on, well, obviously on the other side of DE and I and said that it's actually a form of racism, which I, as I said, I think is a load of crap, but so that, that part of the prediction did hold. So yep. I, I give myself a 50% on the prediction. I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you more credit on the tra pay transparency too, because yeah, there, we didn't see as many states enact pay transparency laws, but one of the things that I'm noticing just in our practice here is we're working with companies. There's a big push toward pay transparencies just at the company level with mm -hmm. things. So okay. I think people are getting the message and I think it is moving forward. Yeah, it didn't come through legislation, but I'll, I'll mm -hmm. give it to you okay. with that. Ah, all right. Well, so there you go. So let's give Dwight Brown the A+. And I'll take a C then. How about that? I'll give you a B. Nah, I don't deserve a B. <laughs> I deserve a C. You deserve an A, you know, but. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, but now, so you have to put on your, your prediction hat, though. Yeah. So I'm going to, because I'll, I'll play rank here. So you're going to go first on your predictions because, you know, it's also better to go first because then you have everything to, to look at from a, <laughs> you know, playing field perspective. Yeah, I can go first. So this actually plays a little bit off of what you predicted last time. But mm -hmm. my prediction is that we're going to see a ton of upheaval in the ESG space as well as the DEI space. And, you know, you you named two events in the DEI space that really upset things. Um, I think we're going to see a lot of upheaval, reversal, whatever you want to call it in the ESG arena. We're starting to see some of it, actually ESG and DEI, I'm, I'm putting those together. And we're seeing a lot of backlash with those. Mm -hmm. And I think that backlash is going to get worse and worse. Now, let me tell you the context though of what I see with this. I think it's all part of the life cycle of things like that moving forward. There's always going to be two steps forward, one step back. There's mm -hmm. always going to be debate on both sides of the aisle. There's always going to be a, a very powerful group that pushes against it. And I think it's natural evolution. And so I don't see that, you know, some might hear my prediction and say, well, he he thinks that all this is going to go by the wayside and we're going to go back to the way we were. No, not at all. We're never going back to the way we were. We're going to keep moving forward with it. But this is just a natural part of the life cycle. So prediction for the near future, we're probably not going to see a ton of movement in the next six months, but I think we are going to see the, the movement. And I think that we're going to see it go on in perpetuity for many years to come. Hmm. Okay. Well, that's fascinating. I, I, you know, I got to be honest with you. I love ESGs as a, as a way of being able to provide people with a safe space to feel comfortable. Mm -hmm. And so 
I'm a big fan of them. As am I. But there's a groundswell out there against them. And companies are companies are getting really powerful pushback right now um, mm. in that space. And they're having to, there are some companies that are totally doing away with the term ESGs. Okay. They, it doesn't mean they're doing away with the groups. I think it may just be a rebranding that's happening, but uh, it's, it's definitely happening out there right now. Yeah. All in right. fact, there's a, there is a, um, there's a headline, well, a, an article, I read the article uh, in today's Wall Street Journal on that. The latest dirty word in corporate America, ESG. I can think of a lot of other dirty words in corporate America that um, <laughs> will not make it on our program. Right. Because this is a non-explicit program. But yeah, I don't think of it as a dirty word. I don't think of it either. Yeah. I, I understand what you're saying. I, I just, I think that that's, I think that's kind of going towards a lot of the other things that the Wall Street Journal says are out of favor. And in some cases, I think the Wall Street Journal's mm -hmm. blowing smoke, but we'll see. Yeah. It's like any news outlet. They're always going to have their slant on yeah, it, but, they will. but I've seen it in other, in other mm. media outlets too. And we'll see. That's your prediction. That's my prediction. I could be very, very wrong. No, no. Well, you're you're sometimes wrong, but uh, <laughs> but I am too. Don't ask my family. So my prediction is going to go a little bit different than yours. I'm going to borrow yours a little bit from last time and talk a little bit about artificial intelligence. But I'm going to go a little against the grain, and I'm going to say that because of some of the court cases and because of some of the backlash for not just the European Union, but for other entities around the world, I think we're going to start to see more clamping on what artificial intelligence can do in the world of HR mm. and start to narrow some of the focus to certain areas and, and away from other areas. Right. And yeah, it's only six months, so it can't really change too dramatically. But it could if there are legislation that prevent AI from more direct involvement. And I'm pointing specifically at some of the, you know, we, we talked about the Workday case on the program not too long ago. And I think that came up with Mark Miller when we were talking about AI. But I, I think that's one of the examples where we may actually see the algorithms used that come under more scrutiny. Right. So my prediction is AI in HR will get scrutinized more based on some of the court cases that are out there and some of the legislation, especially from the European Union and some other entities. Yeah, I, I think you're exactly right. I think people have realized a lot of the destructive power of AI. Mm. And, and sometimes I think we focus on that a little bit too much. But actually, I shouldn't say too much. I Sometimes it feels like that that's mm -hmm. the biggest piece that we see. But yeah, I think with that and with those uh, you know thought leaders that have been intimately involved in it, saying, "Hey, this has got some pretty significant power for badness," that's your canary in the coal mine there. That yeah. So I'm I'm with you on that one. I I think there is going to be a lot more clamping down, like you said. Yeah. Well, and we'll see, dude. It's only six months yeah. away, so you know. Yeah. End of episode, and sorry, end of season seven. We're going to come back and, and see which one of us was more full of crap. 
<laughs> well, we're both full of crap, but you well, know. yeah, I mean, we're full of crap, but you know, how much more <laughs> right. full of crap exactly. is one versus another? It's all relative, you know. It's all relative. <laughs> one of the things I also want to say for season seven is I think we're going to take a little bit different direction and start to acknowledge the fact it's not all about data, it's not all about HR analytics. And we may have to change some of the intro and some of the other areas of of the HR data labs because that's kind of, it was our lineage, yeah. But I think we're going to have to probably re-record some of that stuff. <laughs> right. Because, you know, it's not about analytics and, and data anymore, all of it. But, you know, right. we'll, 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 fix, we'll fix that. Oh, for sure. So, dude, is there anything else you want to bring up as far as the HR Data Labs podcast season six, looking back? No, I mean, it's so cool being able to look back on almost three years worth of mm. podcasting, you know, how how far the show has come. I mean, think of the coolness of all the guests that we've that we've had on. And yeah. that's 159 people that we've talked to. Actually, in some cases, we've had two people that have been on. So it's more than that. And yeah. Yeah. some pretty significant brain power that we've we've had the privilege of being able to to be a part of. One of the other things that I, I would echo your sentiments and say one of the other really cool things is we found out that the show is actually in the top tenth percentile of podcast yeah. globally as far as the number of downloads and the longevity of the podcast. So it's pretty amazing. Oh, of course, we're yeah. not Joe Rogan numbers here, so <laughs> don't don't think I'm saying. But we that. must be hitting the mark of what people want, yeah. and that feels awesome to know that we're putting these things out there that people want to hear and that they're probably learning from. Heck, the fact that they're actually just listening to us, you know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry, everybody. If my ears, if your ears have bled because of things I've said. I apologize. Yeah, they want to hear the guests, not us. Yes, definitely. So, you know, <laughs> we understand. It's okay. But anyways, thank you very much for all of your support and your help, Dwight. You're awesome. I really appreciate you being, you know, who you are. And, you, you know, you mean everything to me in this podcast. And uh, I really appreciate being able to spend the last six seasons with you. Yeah, likewise, dude. This has been such a journey for us. And, yeah. you know, I can't think of anybody who I would want to be beside me as we go through this journey and no oh. and we've got such a great friendship and it has yeah. continued to develop partially through this and yeah so it's been and definitely awesome. not because you paraglide but you no, know exactly despite the fact that you paraglide hey, there's conflict in every relationship and that's true <laughs> <laughs> yeah honey could you please stop paragliding yeah. no i don't want to <laughs> don't worry the life insurance is paid up <laughs> yeah, yeah you're 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 on there no no but seriously no i appreciate it dwight you're you've been awesome and and i want to thank all the other people that go into making the podcast whether it's carissa or carl or Stella, yeah. Eric Bristol, some of the other folks that that help us out every day. We really do appreciate everything you do. Yeah. And um, beyond that group as well. And also, thank you for listening. Yeah. We don't do this without actually having people who download this damn thing. So, <laughs> yeah, our listeners are the best. Yes. Yes. And so, thank you so much. Oh, we appreciate you. We love you. And if you want to hear something from us that you haven't heard that, uh, or you want us to double down on, we're happy to do that as well. Just let us know. Take care and stay safe. That was the HR Data Labs podcast. 
If you liked the episode, please subscribe. And if you know anyone that might like to hear it, please send it their way. Thank you for joining us this week and stay tuned for our next episode. Stay safe.